What's happening, beautiful people? How you doing? How you living? I hope you're all doing well out there. I wanted to give you guys some quick context about this episode you're about to listen to with my guy, Miles Menza. If you go back and listen to episode 54, it's actually one of my most commonly, uh, well, I can't even talk right now, one of my most listened to episodes. It's late at night, guys, bear with me. Um, if you go back and listen to episode 54, Miles reached out to me. This was probably several months ago when we first connected at this point on IG. He was listening to my podcast. He had just started up his podcast. I jumped on there. We had a great episode. We both got a ton of great feedback off of it. You fast forward a couple months later, I came on board with self-publishing 30 days as vice president after publishing my book through the company. And we had an opening recently for a content curator. Immediately, I thought of Miles because of all the great work he's been doing. Miles does many, he wears many hats as you'll hear in the episode. But long story short, as we get into, you know, during our conversation, you never know how just making that connection, reaching out to somebody, getting in touch with somebody, building a relationship, you never know how it come it can come full circle. Because as soon as we had an opening at the at the company for a content curator, Miles was the first person that came to mind. I told him about it, had a couple interviews, and boom, he landed the position. And Miles does many other things, but this is just a great way for him to launch his career and everything he wants to do in the baseball realm. Uh, by being on board with the number one self-publishing company in the world and doing content creation uh, and all that kind of good stuff. So anyway, this is uh, I just want to give you some context. This is long enough. Like I said, I hope you all doing well out there. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. I do not take it lightly. The numbers are consistently going up. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the ratings and reviews. Much love to all you guys out there. Be cool. Be blessed. Much love. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Story podcast. This is Taj Deshaun, Vice President of Self-Publishing 30 Days. I'm here today with my man, Miles Mensa, the great Miles Mensa. What's going on, Miles? I'm doing well, Taj. Thanks for bringing me on. I appreciate it. Man, it's a pleasure to have you here. I know we connected a while back when you interviewed me for your podcast, The Student-Athlete Combo. Um, and it's crazy how life comes full circle, man. We're going to dive into your story, all the great things you got going on right now. But first, I'm going to give you a quick introduction just so everybody knows who Miles is. Miles is a former Hofstra baseball player where he majored in public relations from the Lawrence Herbert School of Communication. As I mentioned, he's also the host of the Student Athlete Podcast, the Student Athlete Combo Podcast. Please go check that out. Great episode. Shameless plug. Check out the episode with me. But Miles has a ton of great other episodes. We're not going to make this about me today. Miles also works as a play ball consultant for the United States Conference of Mayors. Boom. And recently, he's come on board as the video curator for Self-Published in 30 Days and Market Leader Academy. Miles, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be on. Hey, man, let's just, I want to start because just selfishly, I'm going to be posting this, uh, this podcast episode on my podcast, Thrive After Sports, as well. And uh, I really just want to dive into, you can talk about a little bit about your baseball career, but more specifically what life was like afterwards and everything that came along with trying to navigate those waters. Right. Um, I'll start like, obviously, and you can attest to this, um, being an athlete was everything. Uh, growing up, it was your identity. It, it's re it really taught me so many things. Um, yeah, I, I recently graduated six months ago from, um, from this date. So I still kind of see myself as an athlete and all of those things, all of the, the lessons that I've learned and, um, everything I went through really like molded me into who I am today, right now. Um, it was unfortunate for me, 2020 grad, college graduate, 
we graduated right in the middle of the pandemic. So a lot of things took the turn, a turn for the worse, like really fast in terms of um, graduation, um, school, you know, online school right away and college, which is different. Um, and then uh, job hunting, job searches, so really starting that new chapter of your life made it so much more difficult just because, you know, you graduate and you, you kind of like the, the boat or the train drops you off um, in the middle of, of chaos in the worldly chaos, you know, so it's tough, but um, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm really happy to have all the opportunities that were given to me in the past couple months and uh, meet the people, connect with the people that I have connected with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really just kind, kind of taking all the opportunities that I'm given and trying to run with it. My dad always gave me a, a quote, which is the, the quote that I live by saying, if it's in your hands, don't drop it. So like, um, if you get an opportunity, if, if, if you see an opportunity, if you're, um, if you see a, a moment where, you know, you can make yourself better or, or better yourself or advance yourself, you got to run with it. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, no, really, what was me? Uh, it's kind of just what can I do to make myself better to advance myself with, uh, you know, with what's going on in, in society right now. Woo, we're up to a fast start, folks. Miles is going in. We just started. Miles, slow down, bro. Hold on, man. <laughs> if it's in your hands, don't drop it. Did you catch that one? We're not just talking about baseball, folks. Like Miles said, this is about opportunities. You know, one of the things that was super impressive about you, man, like, like you said, you just graduated six months ago in the COVID area, COVID era, excuse me. Um, six months after my graduation, man, I was, I don't know, I was out drinking somewhere or, you know, <laughs> I was, I definitely wasn't uh, doing all the things that you're up to, man. And that's really super impressive. Um, how has it been just being able to, because one of the things that you, you didn't do, like you said, no woe is me, right? You didn't just roll over and all opportunities may have fallen through. Um, what is it, what is it that drives you to actually create these opportunities for yourself? Because yeah, obviously if it's in your hands, don't drop it. Great advice from your pops, but you're creating the opportunities. So talk about that. Give some advice to former athletes who may be in your shoes or don't understand, they don't have that same uh, wherewithal or ability to create the opportunities you're creating for yourself. Right, well, as an athlete, um, you know, in college sports, you want to be the best you can be. Everyone's goal is to be a professional. Um, I didn't have the tools, um, the skills to be a professional baseball player, but um, I kind of think of it like, okay, yeah, I wasn't a professional baseball player, but I want to be a professional in life. Like I want to be the best version of myself. Um, so I guess I'm blessed with this, but I've always just kind of wanted to go out and um, be the best version of myself. So if I have a goal, if I have something um, that, that I want to achieve. I just kind of think about it and go out and try to do it, whatever it may be. And a lot of times, especially with, you know, the era that we're in right now with the pandemic and technology is huge. You kind of have to put yourself out there on the internet. And a lot of people don't really, um, that's not really like their strong suit. And it's, it kind of might be a little bit uncomfortable for people. Um, but I really saw that as something you just have to do. Uh, I, I've never really been like a, an introvert. I've been, I, I could, I would say I'm in the middle of extrovert, introvert, but um, I think growing up uh, as Generation Z, I think I am like, we are really um, in tune with technology so that I really use that to my strong suit and building connections and networking and everything. And then I built, I built my podcast, that platform, which has um, connected me with so many awesome people and given me more opportunities. So I would really say to athletes, it's like, 
whatever you want to do after sports, uh, obviously there comes, there comes a time where you're, you're really focusing on your sport, but then there also comes a time where you got to focus on what you're going to do after, um, which comes sooner than you think. So think about that, but really just think about what you want to do. And a lot of times you don't know what you want to do. You don't know where you want to be. If you asked me, you know, when I'm like 50 or whatever, what do I want to be doing? I couldn't tell you what I'm, what I'm going to be doing because, you know, in February of 2020, February of this year, if you asked me what I was going to be doing in November, I would have had a completely different answer than what's actually happening. But I would just tell athletes to really use your, 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 your drive and your determination and your work ethic that you put through in your sport to your life after sports and um, like what your goals are after sports. Every athlete has a goal um, in their competition, but you should also have goals, you know, off the field, off the court, off whatever you're competing in. So, mm, great advice, Miles. That was that was perfect, man. And one of the things that I think you've done a great job of is, like you're saying, practicing what you preach and being prepared for life after the game, right? A lot of people aren't prepared. I mean, you're a public relations major, which I mentioned in the intro. Um, it seems like that was done very intentionally, right? Uh, I don't know too many former athletes who are public relations majors, man. Can you talk about? I know the vision has changed, but can you talk a little bit about what the vision was at the time you chose that major and, and what you foresaw for yourself at the time? Well, you know what? Um, it was unintentionally done intentionally. Like I went into school, <laughs> I went to do business. It wasn't really, um, it wasn't, I wasn't really interested in, in it once I started taking classes. I went towards public relations. I heard a lot of great things about it. And my school, Hofstra, had a really good communications program um, you know, a good track work record. So I took classes and I found that I wanted to do it. What I didn't understand about this major or this area of study, I would say, is that it taught me so many things that like um, so many transferable skills that can be in any industry, in any walk of life in terms of communicate, like communication, it sounds so broad, but you have to figure out how to communicate with certain people because certain people or different people, different people, um, they understand different ways, they learn different ways. And um, there's also written communication and then there's social media coming up. So there's technology. What I studied really taught me how to be able to communicate and create relationships with people from different backgrounds, from different ge like geographical places. And also it taught me to be able to like have a goal or have like a plan or something written down and be able to present it to people. So. Um, and my, I'm 22, I just graduated college, you know, you do a lot of interviews for jobs and everything. You have to go out and present yourself. You are, you have to go out and talk about yourself, have a good first impression. And it really taught me like how to go out and, and present myself in the best way possible and kind of have like a, a pitch to people um, verbally and, and um, written to, to be the best version of myself. So I'm really happy that I that I went through those classes and, and that work of that area of study because it really taught me so many transferable skills that I didn't really realize um, I would need to use until I got out of school. Mm, that's right, man. And it's definitely paying off big because I'm seeing you got your hands in a few different things. You wear many different hats, but you are, like you said, applying all those lessons that you learned or all that knowledge that you attained. Um, did you, were you considering starting the podcast before you graduated or how did the podcast come about? Podcast came about, um, I, I was supposed to start working right after my graduation. I was going to graduate in May, 2020, going to start working um, in June for a major league baseball team. 
And then, you know, Corona happened and everything. So I, I didn't work. I didn't have the opportunity. And I love podcasts. I wanted to start a podcast because I wanted to create a resource um, to, to, form, to current and um, aspiring student athletes about being a college athlete. Uh, anything it may be life after sports um, education mindset like everything I wanted to be a resource and kind of motivation and then entertainment for people in the athlete community I love podcasts so that's really why I wanted to start it and I felt like it would be a good platform for me to have uh, like I have the podcast but I also have my website and the YouTube channel and everything so I kind of just went out and I said okay um, I'm gonna do this and I didn't really see anything besides it being like a resource in the beginning. And then I started like meeting a lot of people, getting connected with a lot of people. And then it brought me to, you know, different different places and meeting different people. But in the beginning, I just wanted to try to help people um, through podcasting and um, just kind of content. So that's really how it started. I didn't really want to do it while I was in school, but then, um, you know, probably a week or two, like right before graduation, um, everything was winding down after finals. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. Um, so, and I knew if I didn't start it, then I really wasn't going to start it. So that's really how, how it came about. Man. So a, a couple of things that I want to point out that you just shared. The first thing is, I think it's important for listeners to, to understand and really take from your story and hear that you had an opportunity fall through it was looking like smooth sailing after graduation for Miles. Got the opportunity set up with the baseball team. And of course, Miles is not the only one impacted by COVID. But what I'm saying is, listen to the response. It wasn't, what was me? Once again, you know, an opportunity fell through and I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like you took action and actually started the podcast, which led to other opportunities. Another thing is you didn't just start it and drop a few episodes and then be done with it. You've been consistent. Just back to back. Every time I look up, man, you have new episodes coming out. And that's on top of all the other projects that you're already managing. You know what I mean? Um, can you talk about just, because on top of the podcast, you've done a great job of networking as well. And not just networking. I know that, that kind of gets thrown around loosely these days, but building relationships, connecting. Can you talk about the importance of that for not just former athletes, but people in general to be intentional when they're networking and, and building relationships with others? Of course. So um, this this networking, building relationships type of thing didn't like a year ago or a year and a half ago when I, I was in college, if you asked me about networking, I would have been like, ah, I don't want to do that. My mother always told me that you got you got to do this. This is important. So when I was trying to get a job in Major League Baseball, which is um, it's, 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 it's a tough industry to get an opportunity. Networking was everything. My mom was forcing like I'm not going to I'm going to tell the truth. My mom was forcing me to go out and talk to people, smile, shake my hand, say, I shake their hand, say, I'm, I'm Miles Minza, how are you doing? And I didn't want to do it. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go up and talk to people. You know, I just let, let me be. But um, props to her, like it, networking and creating relationships is everything for your life, for your current life. And also like um, down the road, you may never know. You might run into somebody who is your peer or maybe somebody who is working somewhere or has, or you know, has a company, has a firm, has this, has that. And you walk up to them, have a great uh, conversation, create a relationship, exchange contact information in the future, in the near future, or even, you know, the far future, you might be, you might connect with that person again, and they might give you your first opportunity. They might give you a better opportunity. Um, you could collaborate with this person and, and they, you guys could create an opportunity and go somewhere else. So basically what I'd say to athletes is 
creating relationships and networking isn't easy for some people it's easier than others but it's like one of the most important skills um to be a professional and i wouldn't call myself a professional but i know that networking is important and um if i hadn't did it like um personally and gone up to people at conferences or, or gone places and and you know, got my name out there or even did it through LinkedIn or my podcast or just sending direct messages. The way, the way I met Taj is I just sent him a DM on Instagram. Like you got to go out and do that. And it, sometimes it's uncomfortable, but it'll really get you a lot of places that you probably won't think about, you know, right now, but it can really help you out for um, the near and, and the far future. That's right, man. I'm going to just, I'm going to quickly tell that story about how we connected just so listeners can really understand how everything comes full circle. Like Miles said, you know, he reached out to me just about, just to chop it up. Hey, you know, I see you work with student athletes. Let's connect. We connected. He invites me on the podcast. So I jump on the student athlete combo. We do a great episode. And now right around that time, I was coming on board with self-publishing 30 days as vice president. Right. So you fast forward a couple of months or however long it's been we had an opening for a video or for a content curator. And who did I think of? Miles. Because constantly, Miles is putting out good content. The work is solid. He's consistent. So Miles was the first. I didn't even need to think about anyone else. As soon as that opening became available, I'm like, I think we need to take a look at Miles. Now, Miles has another opportunity to launch him in his career, get more experience, work with the number one self-publishing company in the world. And everybody wins, all because, like Miles said, he sent the DM. He just took a shot. and. And once again, didn't just take a shot. Hey, Taj, I'm a recent grad. Can you help me? There's nothing wrong with that, but he was providing value. Let's have a conversation. You know, I want to learn more about what you do. Do you have any advice for me? Would you like to jump on my podcast? All important stuff that I don't want people to overlook. So anyway, man, you're doing a million great things. You're six months removed from college. Super impressive. Like you guys, I, I can't even imagine where you're going to be six years from now if you're, if you're here six months, like. You know, just don't forget about the little people who believed in you on the way up, Miles. Don't be sorry, Taj. I don't have time for you these days, man. You know, you have to make an appointment with my secretary. But uh, <laughs> but talk about what's next, man. Like, we can talk long-term future or more immediate future, but what's next for Miles Mensa? Um, well, I have. I feel like I've always been the type of person I want to help people. Um, I want to help people succeed, and I want to see them succeed. The people who are close to me, but not even close to me, just um, good people. I want I want everyone to to be happy. So I feel like um, I can't tell you, you know, next for me, I'm going to be working here. I'm going to do this, do this, live here. But I can tell you that I know that in my future, I want to be helping people, um, either my peers or people who, you know, are a, year, a couple years below me who want to follow my footsteps in terms of, you know, the path they took. Sports, maybe not sports. They want to get into communication. They want to get into, you know, um, creating content. They want to get into anything I want to help people I want to I want to like set the tracks for people to have an easier transition into what they want to do because I find so much joy in, in helping people so um whatever um my future holds in terms of where I'm working or my career um I want the the purpose and the, and the soul the goal to be to help people mm, that's huge man and you're already doing a great job of doing that um I can see you even doing like you know, having some courses or some curriculum, just teaching, teaching people, maybe even public relations majors or former athletes or just former college students, whatever, how to navigate and how to do what you've done. Uh, what, what do you feel like you're putting yourself in position for long term? Because everybody has like 
You know what I mean? What is your end all be all? And like you say, you're not going to know what that looks like at 50, but mm-hmm. maybe like two, three, four, five years from now, what is it that you're really aiming for? What I'm aiming for, um, well, so I, I mentioned I want to help people, but I'm, I want to be in the position where um, I can actually have like my, maybe my own platform or um, my own, something I can call Miles Mensa's own, whatever it may be, to be able to have opportunities or, or like you said, cl- not classes, but opportunities or ways or um, paths to, to be able to help people. So I said I want to help people. That's kind of like my overall goal. I, I would say in the near future, you know, a couple of years, I want to have um, a position where I am at the forefront of helping people. I want to be able to create some type of plan, a, a blueprint, a construct to help people, um, whether it's over the internet, whether it's I'm face-to-face with people, um, sport, whether it's through sports, maybe it's through um, video content, you know, and media, wherever it may be. I think that my immediate future, my near future is to be in a position where I can create a blueprint and a plan um, to actually go out and and achieve my goal and pursue my goal and not just have, you know, a goal written on the wall, but actually, you know, do it. Mm, I love that, man. I love that. And then what do you, because obviously you're an independent contractor, like we say, you, you wear many hats, you got multiple things going on. You know, if I'm like, I'm hearing, I'm listening to this episode, I'm like, man, I really like what Miles is saying. I might need him to do some work for me. Like, what what should people reach out to you for specifically that you can, what value can you add to, whether it's like a contract position or just independently? Let's talk a little bit about that, man. Oh, um, well, you did say, I I would like to say, I, I think it's um, a good explanation saying I wear many hats, but, you know, I like, I, I do have the background in, in PR and public relations, so I'll, um, the media copywriting, um, media relations, like all the things, crisis, all that stuff I have um, a background in, but I also have a lot of background in, in podcasting and, and media and um, content creation, a lot of things like that. Sports, um, every, everything with sports, but I would say the whole communications realm, um, I have a huge background in and I, lo- I love to do it. I love to be able to talk to people, help people, whatever it may be. So I would say, I would add value in, in those areas with media, um, written communication and public public relations. So that's where I would add the most value, I believe. And um, I'm not I'm not really gonna this isn't like an interview, but I'm very loyal, I'm very, I'm very determined and I have a lot of work ethic and um, I like to take initiative. So that's that's where I'll add value as well. Yeah, absolutely, man. You've been doing an excellent job too. You're the type of guy where you take something and you run with it. You know what I mean? You don't need a whole lot of instruction. You don't need anybody to babysit you. It's like, what is my assignment? And you knock it out the park every single time, man. No pun intended with the baseball reference either, man. But uh, (laughs) what is uh, something that you and I were talking about before we jumped on here was this concept of doing what you have to do, right? So that you can do what you want to do. you're someone who's been able to kind of put your pride to the side with certain situations uh, and being able to, you know, work odd jobs if you have to. I did a lot of that as well too, man, coming up, especially fresh out of college. And once I had the idea of what I was aiming for, um, can you talk a little bit about what that, what that's like to have to put in the type of work where, you know, it might not pay off immediately, you know, maybe take lower pay somewhere or work, you know, side hustles or drive for Uber Eats or whatever it is you need to do to make ends meet. This is the gig economy that we're living in. But I think a lot of people 
sometimes they want a handout and aren't willing to put in the work in multiple different areas if they have to. So can you just talk a little bit about why that's important, at least for you? Yeah. Well, first I'll say, um, I, I think that like, there are a lot of people in that, in the situation due to how, um, you know, how the pandemic has affected everybody. But for me, I, I, I always had the mindset of, um, if you have a goal, right? If my goal is to help people to be in the position to create blueprints, constructs, whatever, to be able to help people in whatever um, method or way or um, field it may be, industry it may be, um, it's, you're not gonna get, like if you wanna be, let's say you wanna be the um, head coach of an NBA basketball team or the general manager of the New England Patriots, I'm gonna use sports because I'm a sports guy. Of course, you can't you can't graduate from college and then apply to that job on LinkedIn. Um, right. There is a there's a ladder. There's a road to where you want to where you want to get. And a lot of times in the begin the beginning of that road is going to be rough. It's going to be a dirt road. It's going to be a gravel road. It's going to go through the swamp. You're going to go through the trenches. Whatever. It's going to be tough, and you might not get paid. You might not be doing what you want to do. Um, but there's if you want to reach that goal, you have to do it. Right. So. It's kind of like that thing. You just have to um, you have to deal with it. If you want to go and, and you see yourself being in a certain spot, that's that spot is not going to usually not going to come right away. It's not going to come easy to you. So you have to have the mindset of I'm going to grind and I'm going to do what I need to do to get where I want to be, kind of like you mentioned. Um, so that's really what I've known. And I, I've known that because with baseball, with sports, you have to work really, really hard um, to be to be a good athlete, to be a great athlete, to play, to get on the field, to get on the court. So I kind of just used that uh, mentality that I had while I was an athlete and, and, and apply, apply it to um, where I want to go in the future. Just that kind of like that, um, that workhorse mentality, just, just work hard and you, you see a future where you want to go, where you want to be, but you have to work hard in the beginning to get there. And you're always going to have to work hard. Even if you keep, you know, working your way up the ladder, you can't stop. You have to keep going. You, you like if you if you're complacent and everything you know you're not gonna you're really not gonna reach the goal because you might be fulfilled that you get a promotion or this and I don't even have I've never had a promotion but um I know that you're gonna have to keep working keep working to get where you want to be and to be um in the I guess in the position of fulfillment maybe or to be successful whatever that is for you whatever your goal is for you um you're gonna have to keep working to get to that position it's not gonna be easy that's right, brother. Well said. Great advice, too. Great advice. And for anyone listening, don't be fooled by, you know, Miles is cool, calm, and collected disposition. In case you couldn't tell, in case you weren't reading between the lines, this man is a beast. This man is an animal. <laughs> this man is putting in more work than he could even... Oh, how can I leave this out? We talked about how you uh, came on board as content curator for uh, Self-Publishing 30 Days and Market Leader Academy, but I want to hear more about the, the journey of you becoming a play ball consultant with the U.S. Conference of Mayors. How did that opportunity come about? Or how did you create that for yourself, I should say? You know what, this is, it's kind of funny because we, we kind of talked about this uh, a couple of minutes ago, but um, relationships, networking. So um, I had a professor at Hofstra who, she was a really good professor. She was, uh, I think I had her for two of my public relation classes towards the end of my career. And um, we had a good relationship. Um, she was a really good professor, and she um, she always told me I'm from I'm from Washington D.C. My school's in New York, but she always told me, "Hey, uh, I have a family member who works at this place um, in in Washington D.C. If you you know I really love your work, I really think that you can do great things. If you ever want me to connect you with him, um, just let me know." And she said that he did something with sports, and that's what I wanted to do. 
So I said, okay, thank you. But I already had an opportunity lined up. So I really just didn't, I was like, okay, I appreciate it. And then, um, you know, after graduation, my position got canceled and everything. So I'm like, man, what I'm gonna do? Oh, I have a connection with my professor who said there's, um, you know, her brother-in-law works in DC, does something with sports. I'm gonna reach out to her. That's where the connection's coming, right? So uh, I reached out to her and she's like, oh, I'm so glad you emailed me. Uh, let me put you in touch. So she puts me in touch with her brother-in-law who works at the United States Conference of Mayors in Washington, DC. So it was right down the road for me. Everything's remote right now. So it really doesn't make a difference, but um, I was put in touch with him. And um, I was given an opportunity that was like right up my alley. And it put me in a position to really um, progress and, and it advance my skills and, and my experience and everything. So that's where I, that's where, how I got that position. And um, it was all through networking and creating relationships and, and kind of going out of your comfort zone and creating meaningful relationships with people that you might not really just, you know, they might not be thrown at you, but you have to go out and do it yourself. Yeah, man. Thank you for sharing that, Miles, because I think you, we all have heard all the talk about networking and building relationships. And it can sound redundant sometimes when some people, because everyone talks about this stuff, but when you have examples of how actually executing on that pans out for you and, and creates those opportunities, that's where the difference is made. So I hope anybody listening, you can hear yourself in Miles' story and understand that as much as it sounds like, you know, information is just regurgitated, like you actually got to apply it. You know what I mean? You actually got to do it and put yourself in position and then you can end up in a great spot like Miles. So um, I want to kind of wrap up with just, of course, I want to tell people where they can get in touch with you and you can share all the information. But one final question that I love to ask people, man, and you've already alluded to this with helping people, but the big question I have for you is like, what do you want your legacy to be, man? Like when it's all said and done, when you're that, you know, that old man on the rocking chair, you know, looking back at your baseball with your pictures and stuff, man, and all the things you've accomplished since then, what do you want the legacy of Miles Minton to be? Um, in terms of characteristics, of like characteristic traits, um, I've always wanted to be a person who is very, I guess, sociable with people. So creating great relationships and um, helping people like, all of my teammates, I wanted, I always, when I was going through Hofstra, I always wanted to be like a resource. I always wanted to be someone who they could lean on, whether they're having a bad day or a good day. Um, when they're done talking to Miles, when they're done hanging out with Miles or, or working out with Miles or whatever, that, you know, they're smiling, they feel good. Just because I wanted, I always wanted to be that, that person who um, kind of just brings a good, a good aroma and, and a good mindset to people. Um, so I would say that my legacy, if, if I'm, you know, when I'm old and I'm sitting down and, you know, looking back, I just want people to be able to think of me as someone who um, was able to, you know, let's say, keep them, keep them happy, um, be a good person, be a good friend and always have a good relationship and be someone who's loyal and someone they could lean on, um, whatever it may be. So really just be um, a good, a good friend, a good, a good person and um, a great teammate, if whatever we're working together to, to be a good person. So I just, I would say that I want people to look back at me and say, Miles Mensa was a great person. That's beautiful, man. Well, congratulations on having already accomplished that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, think, I think back to, like I said, when I was six months removed from college, man, if I had someone like you in my corner, if I had a friend like you when I was 22, freshly removed, I probably would have been on a totally different trajectory, man. I wouldn't have had so many years of struggling. 
because, and I don't just say this loosely, like your mindset, your, you know, you have a good heart. You are actually inspirational, man. Like, I know you're a humble dude, but somebody listening to this is getting inspired. Like, man, if Miles can do it, you know, then I can too. If my season was canceled and I had opportunities fall through, I can do it too if Miles made it happen. And you've given people tangible tools and steps to actual, actually follow today, not just like sharing your story. So I don't want to overlook that, man. Um, I want to, I know I've told you this off air a bunch of times, but like, I'm super proud of you, super impressed by you. And like I said, man, six months out, out of college, six years is going to be a problem. I mean, you're already a problem, man. You know, uh, you have a bright future ahead of you, man. You have a great mindset and, um, you know, keep doing your thing, man. Just very, very excited to see what's to come for Miles Minton, man. Thank you, Taj. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. Before we wrap up, got to tell people how they can get in touch with you, how they can check out the podcast, all that kind of good stuff. All right. So I'll start. I have a website, studentathletecombo.com. Um, that's where all my content, that's my, that's my platform. You can reach out to me through there, but social media, uh, underscore S a combo underscore Twitter, Instagram, student athlete combo, um, my Facebook page, and then my YouTube page is student athlete combo as well. Um, I use that. I almost use that as my personal page. So you can reach out to me there and through my website. And that's also where you can get on my, my podcasts. Um, you can go on all your listening platforms, wherever you get it. You get your podcast is student athlete combo and it'll be there. And yeah, that, that's really it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on miles. This has been another great episode of the power of story podcast. If you're listening on thrive after sports, thank you for tuning in to thrive after sports. Please get in touch with this man. Show him some love. Let him know you heard the podcast. Check out his podcast and um, keep continue to follow Miles' journey and stay inspired by everything that he's doing. So until next time, take care. <laughs>